Broadcasting from Boston, Massachusetts, you're listening to the Technology Equals Equality Podcast. Welcome back to the Technology Equals Equality Podcast. I'm your host, Lori Brooks, and this is episode 52. Today, I have the absolute pleasure of speaking with Chaz Warren, co-founder of True Blue Essentials an internet-based skincare company that was created by Chaz and his wife, Jet Bora. Their mission is to bring Hollywood-worthy skincare products to the everyday hardworking people who deserve it the most. Listen in as Chaz provides an intimate view of how the pivots in his journey took him from web development in middle school to organic chemistry in marriage. Well, Chaz, welcome and thank you so much for joining us today. Thank you. It's more than a pleasure to join you. So we would love to know a story of how it is you once saw the future before you decided to begin branding yourself or even thinking about the business world. What did you think life would be like? Um, well, when I was a, a boy um, in, in my younger years, I always dreamed of myself as going into technology. That's where I spent a lot of my years practicing and focusing a lot of my efforts as a kid. Um, so at first I thought I was going to be a computer programmer. Um, got really good at it, did uh, web development. Uh, I built my first website in junior high. But as time went on, I actually developed even more of a knack for organic chemistry and things like that. So I studied that quite extensively starting in high school. And uh, yeah, kind of led, led me into where I'm at right now. But I never saw it as an entrepreneurial effort until really here, here recently. When you began looking at chemistry, it wasn't really a business focus. It was just an interest, something that you were enjoying. And that is something that can tend to spark an entrepreneurial journey behind the scenes for a lot. Of people. When you did start thinking about really building out the business side of it, what were some of the first steps that you began taking? Um, well, first was actually realizing that uh, a product that I had uh, developed for my wife and spent a long time creating was something that really could benefit the public and there, there was just a piece missing. Um, anything on the market cost upwards of you know, anywhere between 80 to 100 $150. And I, I know for us at the time, and a lot of people we knew with similar problems, that's just not something they can spend, you know, month in and month out and then go to a dermatologist and all of that other stuff. So um, I decided that I would first just release that product as, a, you know, as a, a, public, a public service. And I did research on how to start a business and, market and, you know, all of that and got in contact with, you know, people that could sort of mentor me to where I am now. So, yeah. You make it sound so simple, Chad. <laughs> <laughs> Just to break that down, you had a moment where your passion of developing products in general turned into a passion for developing a product for your wife. Um, and when you realized the actual need and the market that was there, that you could serve that need for, there was kind of a a spark that occurred, that that moment of, hey, I think this might be something. But you realized that the average person needed that assistance to have a product on the market that 
you were creating as it was. So you went out, you began doing the research, and then you found a mentor. You found people that were able to help you figure out that initial start-up journey, figure out what those steps were to begin putting those pieces into place for the business. And and that's massive because uh, not having somebody to kind of guide you, have take those first couple of steps, it can be difficult to see which way you should be going. Um, we should all be open to change, but it, it's difficult to see that way, to, to be able to open up and to network and find those people that you should be surrounding yourself with as an initial step um, is awesome. What did you think was one of the most difficult pieces when you began the journey? What do you think was the most challenging piece, the piece that kept you up at night? Oh my gosh, it's hard to pick just one. <laughs> um, if I had to pick just one, with my line of a business being something that people are, you know, actually, you know, using on their skin and things like that, it, it would be complying with government label regulations. And holy smokes, that was really difficult to actually make sure that everything on each one of my labels not only made sense to the consumer because for me one one of my things that I'm big about is complete transparency in all of my products because I don't think enough companies do that. I, I, everything's just always so vague so that was a big one for me but number two making sure that all of them met that standard and the environment I'm preparing them in meets government standards as well. So learning all of that and then, you know, getting with, you know, my, my different mentors that I, I met through Google Plus communities and things like that were my biggest issues. And that's something that, uh, again, I want to pull out. You're, you're doing this through networking, through, I'm sure, multiple different areas, but you pinpointed through Google Plus communities, which is so important. We actually just recently had a guest on the show, Julia Guerrero, who, you know, is host of BizThrive, which is a Google Plus community for entrepreneurs, and, and there's networking that can occur there that can really assist your journey, and it's not something you have to spend an arm and a leg to find. It's part of the power of technology. It's technology allows the average person to go out, have the opportunity to network, get in touch with different communities that on a day-to-day -day basis without technology may have been something that was far more of a challenge. Complying with government labeling, I can't even imagine what that would entail for you. You know, initial steps or, you know, how you would even go about beginning that process with where you were. Just out of curiosity and for those who may be interested, when creating a, a product that is for the consumers that would need labeling of that sort, where would someone begin? What would those initial steps for someone be? Um, as far as labeling regulations, the, the first step, sadly enough, was actually visiting the FDA's website, <laughs> which it wasn't very easy to sift through, but I was able to find what standard my products met, which are cosmetic standards. And then from there, I they kind of have like a step-by-step -step 
guide on what all is required based on what type of cosmetic product it is. Whether it's something that technically alters the way the body is and that's how you're marketing it, then you'd have to go through like an approval process. Otherwise, it can just stay as like a standard cosmetic rather than medical cosmetic. But once I weeded through all of that, then it started with a lot of Google searches, finding out, you know, okay, what does this word mean? Um, what does the government mean when it says this phrase? Which isn't always straightforward. A lot of the time, they're just kind of in between the lines somewhere. But after, I want to say about a month, month and a half of research, I, I finally got all my labels done. You are allowing the audience to understand how much access the everyday person realistically has because it's what you're mentioning as tools that you've used to assist in furthering your journey, specifically Google, which is a tool that 90% of the population in this country at this point has access to some way, shape, or form, not necessarily in their pockets every day, but in some way, shape, or form, there is access to the internet, and that's growing day by day. Give us a quick story as to how the theme of True Blue Essentials came about, and tell us a little bit about the business. Well, um, True Blue Essentials theme... um I wanted to make the business sort of reflect who I am as a person. That's actually how it got its name. My wife always calls me her true blue because I'm I'm just a really straightforward, authentic person. That that's something that I hold very I don't know, very highly. It's a very very core value of mine, I, I guess you could say. So I modeled the company's brand and identity and how I projected after that. I want everything to be just completely straight to the point, nothing to hide. It is what it is, and I'm here to serve my customers and the public. If I can help anybody not have to go through the torture with their skin conditions that my wife did, I'm all for it. I don't think people should have to you know, apply lip balm 20 times a day. I don't think someone with eczema should have to risk getting skin cancer because they're putting a toxic product on their skin. I don't think someone should have to be addicted to topical steroids like so many children are. So I just want to develop and put on the market wholesome products that are as natural as they possibly can be in containers that don't have chemical bleed and and help people to the best of my ability. (laughs) I was just going to say I love that your wife had the nickname for you and that that was how you kind of sparked that in terms of True Blue Essentials. I love that name. If you had the opportunity to go back 10 to 15 years and tell yourself one thing, what would it be? That's a good question. I really think if I could go back 10 to 15 years, it would be to start doing what I'm doing now a lot sooner. I I would research what it means to be an entrepreneur, find out where my passion was, and go for it. Um, And the reason why I say that is now, looking back, I was interested in making skincare products 20 years ago. Not, Not 15, but 20 plus years ago. 
I mean, I, I've always sort of, you know, I'll formulated my own stuff because I never was happy with what was on the market. Um, and I think I would be much further along than I am now. Had I started. Could have started generation. <laughs> we just go back and start. That's what we do. <laughs> I, I know that's kind of weird to say, but I, I really would have. I would have. No, I love that. Right, right. No, and I, I agree, you know, if, uh, and I, I think uh, that there's a lot of entrepreneurs who probably are, are very harmonious in that exact same feeling of, you know, I wish I had started this sooner. I wish I had taken that leap or, or had the faith and the courage and, and the gusto to just kind of believe in me and go for it a long, long time before we initially did. So, um, no, I agree 100%. The show is really designed to help entrepreneurs come up with ideas to solve the pain in an industry that they may not have been thinking of. And Chaz, we'd love to help you. If you could think of one thing, say you had a magic wand and could change anything at all in your business, what would that one thing be? And if solved, how do you feel like it would really impact your business? If I could change anything, if I had a magic wand, I would want to bring a partner on that is as passionate about what I'm doing as I am, who potentially has access to some of the resources I'm currently missing so I can get my products to the people that need them a little more efficiently. Hopefully, in the audience somewhere, we have that partner listening and that they'll reach out to you. So please, share the best way for our listeners to find you. Um, if they go to my website, truebluessentials.com, all my information's right there. I have a contact page with a uh, contact form. It'll go directly to my phone. Get started now. So in a couple of years, you're not looking back at your journey saying, why didn't I get started sooner? Just start. And then feel free to reach out to Chaz Boren at truebluessentials.com. You can always reach Chaz through our show notes page at technologyequality.com forward slash Chaz Boren. Chaz, thank you once again for joining us this week. We truly appreciate you sharing your time and expertise with the audience and techie community. Thank you guys for checking out episode 52. I truly hope that you are enjoying each episode. If you don't want to miss a thing, don't forget to click that subscribe button over in iTunes so that you receive each and every episode as soon as I publish. And until our next episode, when we continue to hear the journey, find the pain and create solutions, enjoy the week.